Hi folks, my name is Andrea Glick, and today we are talking about making space for you. What's up? It's Kevin Crenshaw, aka The Heart Guy. Welcome to The Heartbeat, where we talk about living life from the heart. This is going to be an amazing conversation because this is showing up a lot in my life. I just spent three weeks making space for myself, probably for the first time in my life. Uh used to be a extreme workaholic and didn't touch work, quote unquote, for three weeks. So that's just one way that you can make space for yourself. But I know we're going to be mm-hmm. diving into it with Andrea today. She's a body-based psychotherapist and I just welcome to the show, first off. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good for yeah, you for taking so three make- weeks off. <laughs> wow. Uh, especially <laughs> going from like not taking a day off to like three weeks. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yeah, like awesome. planned either. And uh, wow. lots came up for me in that. Yeah, I bet. Totally. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, there's a lot around the topic of, of making space for you. And I think this is like at the core of self-love or self-respect, right? Like tuning mm-hmm. into you. So I know that I asked you a little bit before, like, we hit record what's on your heart and this came up for you. So I'll just take the floor. Like what, what really do you have to say around this? Yeah, totally. I, I think, I mean, I'm glad that you brought up work and how I think that Mm -hmm. is in the society that we live in. Most of our priorities circle like center around work or um, the way that we are supposed to or need to show up for other people and Mm -hmm. how, the thing that I love about being a psychotherapist is that it's oftentimes the only hour in a week that people take to just <laughs> do things yeah. for themselves and not, not for anybody else. Mm. And it's, it's such a like very uh, safe container to experiment with that. Um, yeah. And so something that comes up with a lot of clients as we're doing that work of, okay, this is an hour and it's, it's just for you. It's not for anything else is that mm-hmm. it's really uncomfortable because it's, it's such a new experience. Um, and oftentimes, like, I think people feel like they need to take care of me or talk about like their friends problems and then eventually being able to (laughs) start to circle back to talk about themselves. Um, Mm. but definitely a theme that I feel like is coming up in a lot of my sessions is how we can't sort of wait for love or to be in the full, um, or to be in the full, expression of who we are in love unless we make time and space for it hmm. so what does it mean look like <laughs> i'm trying to hear mm-hmm. people how does that how, how do we do that yeah <laughs> totally yeah so i think just like if you were going to have a project at work right and you're like you set goals and you check in with yourself about it and there's a clear uh timeline although i would say with this the timeline is probably a bit more flexible um, and there are boundaries to the work and there is a lot of dedication and seriousness around it, but that can also be applied mm-hmm. to folks who need extra intention and time to figure out what they want from love. So maybe it's because they're a trauma survivor and they need, uh, to be able to learn that love is safe again and how that's like a project that you take on. It's not just something that happens to you, or maybe it's because they're a queer person and they want to learn how to love other queer people. That's not something that usually just happens to you. It, it does take a lot of time and intention. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's something too, talking about sexuality and just making space and openness mm-hmm. for that and exploring really what you want. Cause I think that's, it's a, such a taboo topic, um, modern mm-hmm. in modern society. Right. So yeah, what yeah. really, what, what have you found has been like the hardest part for people to, setting space Mm. for themselves yeah totally it's a 
That's a good question. I think the thing that, or I know the thing that is really hard for people is to take themselves seriously and not to feel like what they're doing is some sort of uh, like less important thing than say like having a kid or choosing a new career, right? So if you like tell your friends like, oh, I decided I'm going to go back to school. There's this huge like, oh my God, we're so happy for you. Or I'm going to have a baby. People are like, oh, I'm so you know, excited for you. Um, and if you're like, I decided I want to explore my sexuality, some people will react that way, but a lot, a lot of people won't. And they'll kind of be like, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, like we don't, we don't value or honor that in the way that we honor other parts of our lives, just because of how sexuality is so shame-based in our culture, Mm -hmm. um, especially queer sexuality, but I would definitely say all sexuality in general. Um, and so it is about taking yourself seriously and saying like, this is a project just like, um, having a kid is having a project or like buying a house is, and and no one of those is more important than the other. They're all important. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And I think that, you know, people are like, okay, cool. I know I needed to take space and time for myself. Like what was, what would that even look like? Is that mm-hmm. like setting aside a time to just like be with yourself and not do anything? Is that like having a session with a therapist? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely therapy, I think, is very helpful for figuring out what you might want from that time that you've mm-hmm. set the intention around. And then I think also um, getting more in touch with your body, right? So asking your body or getting in touch with what your body is telling you once. And that can be through mm-hmm. movement. It can be through any sort of self-touch. It can be through um, also just like being in spaces where more people are dating or being on dating apps and listening mm-hmm. to when your body says yes and when your body says no. Um, so it can be that. But then I think it's also um, accepting that there's going to be a lot of trial and error and accepting that like you're going to go on a lot of bed dates or there are going to be moments when it totally sucks and just sort of staying with it uh, and, and and really showing up fully and trying even when it's not when it's not easy. And mm-hmm. yeah, and, and also I think a lot of time with yourself too to really make sure that you're staying in touch with kind of your core self, the true part of who you are is saying that they want. Right. It can take a lot on, to you, listen you kinda, to that. Totally. And you, you hit on something extremely important that I really want to highlight. Mm-hmm. You said when your body says yes, or when your body says mm-hmm. no, and I think a lot of people make decisions from their mind or with their emotions, yes. not necessarily yes. their body. And they're yeah. not recognizing the difference that takes an immense amount of self-awareness. Yes. Yes, totally. To know Absolutely. If your body is saying yes to, or no to someone or something, you can refer to that as your gut feeling or mm-hmm, what have you. Mm-hmm. How does somebody get more in tune with that? Because that's how you can, you know, stay in alignment with your, yeah. your heart's desires and in, in the heart, inner guidance. Mm, absolutely. There's so many ways. I mean, I think that connecting with what Peter Levine, who's the creator of Somatic experiencing calls the felt sense, which is the internal sensations that are very connected to our nervous system. So butterflies in your stomach, your skin feeling hot, um, heart racing, feeling like warm and fuzzy, feeling cold and disconnected, like all of those sensations and, and kind of figuring out which ones mean what for you. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so if you meet somebody and you have this like warm sensation all over your body, being able to recognize as your body being like, yes, I'm interested in this person instead of meeting somebody. Oh, well, they look like the kind of person I think my family might want me to be with. So I should go on a date with them. <laughs> right? Um, right. So I think that, that feeling. And then also um, 
again, like getting to connect more with that core or true self, that sort of intuition or um, like the real whoever you are. Um, and that does take a lot of unlearning what society has told us we are supposed to want, right? Which is like a partner of a certain gender, of a certain class, sometimes of a certain race, of a certain cultural background, and just sort of like hacking away at all of those ideas that have been really like pushed up on us and, and seeing who mm -hmm. and what we're actually interested in um, and, and starting to unlearn some of those pretty harmful lessons that we learn about who's acceptable to love and who's not, including ourselves. Mm -hmm. And what do you think that stems from? Uh, wh why we end up being told that we should love certain people and not others. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, the, different systems of oppression that are in place that uh want us to be as normative and um stay kind of stay in our lane right like it's mm -hmm. safe and it's um it's very helpful for the way that our world is is functioning for us to kind of stay stay small and not think in a more expansive way about our our love or our interest in people um, so I think that it, it comes from that and it does require a lot of unlearning different isms that we have been conditioned to learn. Totally. Mm -hmm. I love it. There's, I mean, there's a lot here. Um, yeah, totally. especially around social conditioning. Yeah. Um, right. and I think the biggest thing is really making space for yourself mm -hmm. to explore like what you want instead of just, Oh yeah, I know what I want. And then keep going in the craziness and the hecticness of life. Like, when do we really just slow down and be still and listen? Yeah. You know, yeah, and absolutely. so is, do you have a practice in, in that regard? Like where you personally mm, slow down mm -hmm. and listen? Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's kind of, it's a lot of different things, but up there for me is being in nature. If I'm in nature, I feel like mm. I, away from technology, uh, I feel yeah. very connected to myself and to the world and feel like I usually come to some understandings about my purpose and, um, who the kind of person that is the true part of myself, uh, journaling as well, especially like inner child journaling. So communicating with younger yeah. parts of myself and then also, um, any sort of movement practice that really gets me in my body. Maybe it's yoga, maybe it's dancing, anything that connects me back to that felt sense and my feeling like feeling strong or feeling joyful, any kind of somatic practice that allows me to connect to those parts feels really helpful. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, I know that we could talk for a while on this topic. Where can people find out more about you and what you do and all this work? Yeah, absolutely. So folks can follow me on Instagram at Somatic Witch. They can find my website at Andrea Glick, that's G-L-I-K dot com. And they can stay tuned for upcoming trainings. I also offer trainings worldwide, anywhere you want to bring me. I love talking about all kinds of things, including this and more body <laughs> body-based stuff and understanding our nervous system. So um, those are things that I'm, I'm always up to talk about wherever. Yeah. Awesome. Well, guys, go check out her stuff. She's awesome, as you can tell. And as always, put some heart into everything that you do today.